Hey guys, Dewey here. Uh, you're uh, one of your hosts, one of your producers, uh, super producer, some would say, specifically my doctor when talking about how much earwax I produce. Um, that's neither here nor there. So this episode is a first, and I don't just mean because it features two Italian women, which has never been done before. I don't know if in the entire podcasting space, but at the very least in this specific podcasting space, so congrats for that representation. Uh, I'm letting you guys know that this was a first for us and that we recorded an episode outside. Uh, normally we record from the comfort of our own homes over Zoom, but we decided to do things a little differently this time and record something outside. So because of that, there are just a couple little audio issues. There was some bleeding with some of the mics that... <laughs> You guys might not know this, but in addition to producer and, you know, host, I'm also the editor of all these episodes. I go in and edit them myself, so I've done my best to eliminate as much of that bleeding or weirdness as I can, but there might still be some lingering moments during crosstalk segments, so apologies for that, but otherwise, this is a really fun episode with really great guests, two of which are Italian women, which again is a first for us, and maybe the world. We, you know, we, we don't know. So I just wanted to, you know, hop in, let you guys know, and uh, without any further ado, here's the episode. All right, so I need you all to stop talking for a second. <gasps> no, we can't wow. do that. Just because no, I need we to can't tell who that. has oh what mic. Wow. Not in a rude way. This is women <laughs> talking. Yeah. Oh God, so stop trying to silence us. Is, did you gonna, not watch that? Si- were we silent or oh were we silenced? It's going to go so poorly. Uh, Are you recording this? Yeah. Oh, good. It's going to be the intro. Um, okay, so Janet, could you talk for me? I don't know. You Didn't you just tell us to shut the fuck up? I'm just seeing who has what mic. Okay. All right, then if you two can talk into that. <laughs> can we, though? I don't right. think he's actually watched women talking. talking. I don't think he likes women. All right, so we already know three. he's racist. Yeah. And then Jess, could you talk into yours? He likes women. He just doesn't guess, want I them to talk. I don't really feel like right, talking so you right mic now. Too. Okay. I mean, so now uh, how are you going to do a podcast? So now I need you all to talk at once. You just no, okay. We were just why? doing that. Why would you? Why would you say we were just doing that? Hello and welcome to Birder. I barely know her. The only birding podcast where um, our guests are already incredibly mad at one of your hosts due to circumstances out of his control. I'm your host Dewey Cassie, along with my co-host Jessica Cristiano. How's it going, Jess? Good. We're not doing banter. I, I'm, I'm bring him in. talking to... Okay, fine. Then I will bring on our guests. <laughs> uh, it's a room full of women that hate me. Uh, here we have three women of distinction from California State Senate District 25, Janet Kim, Celeste Voce, and Kat Kim. Thank you guys for coming on. How's it going? I'm sorry that uh, this is the sweatiest day we've ever had, and I forgot the camera equipment, but uh, we're having fun. Would you say it's the hottest podcast you've had so far? Yes, and to clarify, you don't need to lean in like the Sherry O'Terry bit from SNL every time you talk. I have to. Okay. You said a fist. You have to say a, a fist. We're, 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 sharing a fist. A, we're sharing a mic, so we want to make sure it's clear. Right, it's just every time that you talk, you lean in and then look at me. Does that make you uncomfortable? <laughs> do you not, do not like connecting or... with others? I thought I... this was a safe space. I don't want to make you feel unsafe. I'm just saying you don't have to lean in and whisper. Well, do you remember when you accused us of being shrill women when five minutes I, ago? did not say you were shrill. Is this I before said, or after he was being racist earlier? Well, that's for another podcast. I, I said think. I needed you to stop talking for just a second so I could have you talk one at a time. Call us hysterical. And then, and then, and then suddenly, story? suddenly you're like, I need you all to talk after telling us not to talk. Then he's Gas like, now you all much? have to talk. Mm-hmm. It was very confusing. He said women be shopping. Okay. Yeah. In our defense, you guys did have a shop at like four different places today. This was all recorded too, so we can <laughs> prove it. We've got the receipts. God. Oh, give me one second. I forgot the time of the episode. So now he's Attitude. telling us to stop talking. I'm not telling you to stop. Do we? Do you want us to talk, or do you want us to shut the fuck up? I want you to. T- it's a podcast. We should all be talking. Do you think women should have rights? All of them. <gasps> <laughs> No, that was me saying all of them. That was not me questioning all of them. Sounded like a big yeah. question. Yeah. That's not how inflection yeah. works. Inflection yeah. Yeah. Jess, uh, why don't you just leave this podcast yeah. since obviously you know what you're doing. How do you guys know Dewey? Do we know Dewey? <laughs> Does anyone really know Dewey? Who is Dewey? What is a Dewey? I like to think of him as Steven. This is not the man I met. I'll say that. Uh-huh. We all met as volunteers at SELA, right? 
Sorry. We all, oh What's my that? God. What is it? What does Sila stand <laughs> yeah, for? Yeah, what is what it is? Yeah. The, you tell the us listeners more about know it. what Sila is. I plug it every fucking episode. They know. He does. They know what it stands for. But do you know? Do you know what it stands for? Okay. Yeah. It's a Silver Lake, Echo Park, Los Feliz, Atwater. Hollywood. Yeah, you, you did it. Yeah. You did it. Yes. You're a bit too wait, tentative, wait, 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 but you got it. What is your title as the volunteer? I'm a volunteer lead. Also, I know I made fun of you for leaning in. You have to be a little closer, Cat, and I'm so sorry. What the fuck? I, I don't. I don't. I didn't say that you didn't. Be, couldn't be close to the mic. Just what the fuck, do we? Do you know what is a completely underrated trait in men? <laughs> Consistency. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Dewey. Steven. Uh, welcome to the roast of Dewey Cassidy. Thank you all for showing He's up. Saying that when we were when they were making fun of us, they meaning Dewey. I Steven. didn't say you couldn't be close to the mic. I just said it was funny that you were leaning in and staring at me like you're a dog taking a shit. This is an interview. Isn't this sort of an interview? I mean it is an interview, but it's it's turning into an interview of me, which I don't like. Because there's very little leadership coming from you. You seem you seem very hysterical and might I even say hysterical? Yeah. yeah. Is your have uterus you, okay? Have you unpacked this with your therapist doctor. recently? No. Not have a therapist. I don't have the money for it. If anybody wants to give me a free therapist, hit me up. Okay. So how do we know Dewey, guys? Can you talk into the mic? How do we know Dewey? What does it mean to know Dewey? Like, <laughs> biblically? Or... I don't want to know him biblically, thank you. Does that mean fucking? What's biblically? Ew. Yeah. Okay. To know the person. Yeah. Dewey, Dewey started volunteering with Sila a few years ago during the pandemic. And it turned out he lived on the same street as my parents. Yeah, and we're not naming that street for the safety of everyone. And he just was one of our more consistent volunteers. And it turned out that he was incredibly knowledgeable about birding. And it turns out that many of our SELA volunteers are actually secret bird watchers who were able to come out of the closet when Dewey arranged a bird watching trip. A birdwatch bacchanalia? What is a bacchanalia? Isn't that like a wine party? Yeah, uh, technically, yes. Okay. This is a very blue podcast, very pretty quick. This is a very biblical podcast. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's how we know Dewey. Blue. Why blue? Blue means like dirt, like gross. Like I like blue. Blue, blue means like, like gross humor, but blue color. comedy is like, you know, like poop and sex and cursing. Scatological. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, that's like blue. I've never heard blue. Yeah, yeah the aristocrats. Yeah. Yeah, biblical. This is actually an SAT prep class. Okay, did you guys have like five dollar words? It's a thing in your school. Like, you got your school paid you to. No, they're words. like some like vocab words are like one dollar words. You it's know, like, when it's somebody like bad say, that's good. a five dollar word kind of thing when you say big word. Oh no! Oh, okay. must be a, like, but your school Central was not Coast. paying you. I thought it was a Wheel of Fortune reference. I don't think that makes not. more sense. I think that's like yeah. Dewey Special School. No. Well, I've heard the Explain. reference before, but I didn't know what I heard the saying before, but I yeah. never heard no. where, where he thinks it comes from. Even where I think it comes from. <laughs> I stand by the Wheel of Fortune thing. I don't think it's a Wheel of Fortune reference. I think it could make sense. They don't like know, like oh, that's a five dollar word on Wheel of Fortune. But I'm saying like you have to pay for all your vowels, so it's like a big word would have a lot of vowels. Therefore, oh, that you'd is be true. paying a lot of that money for your word. So okay. It's an expensive word. I'm not saying that it doesn't make sense. I'm just telling you, I don't think that's what. How it much is. are vowels? I think a dollar? There you go. I don't know. Oh, I, don't I, know. Think, no, they're, I think they're, they're hundreds. Hundreds yeah. of dollars? I think it's like oh, at least I should know this. I actually went to a live taping. My friend, yeah, my friend won. He that won. One. Really? Janet, your life is fascinating. She's an onion. We, I would say all of us were kind of there at the beginning of the start of Sela. Us three. Yeah? You, you guys more than me. But like, you're there pretty much on the early onset. Yeah, pandemic. I think Celeste... I feel like I met you during the pandemic. No, yeah, she was Atwater. here way before. I Atwater was, there was before. before pandemic. She was not. She she came because of with my yeah ABNC's homelessness committee. Yeah, but Batistic didn't. He was maybe year two. He said three. that he says that the Atwater program was the first CELA program. That's what he he pitched it to me that way. Uh, for the sluts, you guys are getting a lot of inside baseball here. Uh, so if you guys are interested in the inner workings of CELA, stay tuned. Did you uh, just I'm call sorry, them the sluts? That's, 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 their, that's his, their fan base, the 12 people. <laughs> but where did that come from? I said it one time and he decided it was. Yeah. Do you think it's appropriate sorry, to refer guys. people that way? Are you slut shaming? No, we're pro slut. We're pro slut. Okay. The proist. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're, we're um, slut friendly. Excuse podcast. my ignorance, but how how long has he been? We just celebrated our yeah our six, 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 six years six years six years and change. Going into first grade. 
Awesome. Yeah, it was it was a really tough birth. It's been um, hard learning but, to read. Know, <laughs> oh, it, but yeah, we like I would say four plus years for you, Celeste. Yeah, yeah, so I'm like, 2019 okay. for yeah. sure. So we met Dewey at like pretty on early on in the pandemic, right? No, I I joined post vaccine. I did September 21. Oh shit! Yeah. I feel like I've known you for I'm just, I'm just really, really too long. Eternity. Now, once I'm part of your life, it feels like I've been there forever. I know. So. Andy live on my street. You're so yeah. humble. I am so humble. I'm one of the most humble people I know. What? To quote Mariah Carey in uh, the uh, what was that Lonely Island film? Popstar. Popstar never stop, never stopping. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen that. Um, pretty good. So that's funny. how we know Dewey, and we met just through Dewey, and just also volunteers with Sela. Yeah. yeah. She builds our lovely. harm reduction kits too. She's yeah. great. She's lovely, and kits. Uh, we're huge fans that you guys believe in science. Oh, Not yeah. to make it political, but yeah. we're we're all, we're we're ma- we're a funky bunch of mask wearers. I will say it's ironic this is the only in-person interview that we've all done because we're all the only people that still wear masks. So that's how we know you. Yeah. And then you spilled your bird watching nasties all over us and now we're obsessed. Your bird watching. I don't know. Nasties. I don't know. Nasties? Yeah. I don't, nasties. I don't know. Nasties. 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 Yeah. We all had very interesting first interactions. Um well I guess Janet and Kat specifically, the first time Janet met me, she said I was I looked like a conventionally attractive serial killer. I stand by that. First, and then the first time that Kat met me, I was trying to go home with beer bottles in the back of my pants and she made me take a bag. That was in this very backyard. Because you would have forgotten and sat down really hard. I my car was right I wasn't drunk. I was sober. I just wanted to save money on beer. Were you taking the beer bottles from like a shared cooler? No, I brought them and then they weren't finished. And I was like, well, I'm going to take my alcohol yeah, back. I had very little money. I No, I appreciate that as a party host because there's nothing worse than being stuck with a bunch of alcohol you don't want. Yeah. What? No, it's for the next it's party. For the next party. No, but like when you do it a bunch of times, people keep bringing, when they bring too much and don't drink enough, then you always end up with just only the bad stuff left. Yeah. And then it's like, no one wants it. And then it just keeps rolling over because no one wants it. Wait, was that really the first time I met you? Yep, you gave me an Ikea bag. Oh, and it was a cute little one. Yeah, yeah. Did you steal it, back, it from Sela? He gave it back the moment, the moment, like the moment I saw him the next time. Those yeah. bags cost money, I'll have you know. I didn't take the bag from Sela. I don't steal from our homelessness coalition. I'm not one of those people. Are you, impl- are you implying that there are people <laughs> who volunteer with us who are stealing? Oh my god! I was just sometimes I'm just talking and there's no meaning behind it. Okay, I'm just check. I'm just checking. Sometimes I see a pair of pants in the clothing room and I'm like want these i want to steal these but i don't I but i don't i did take something one time what'd you take hey this uh, is not a confessional no. podcast you guys <laughs> they were um have you ever gotten the instagram ad for those like um slip-on sandals that are shaped like lobsters <gasps> <laughs> someone donated them so i took them why didn't you send a photo of that to us we love that stuff could you imagine spray painting it gold I mean, oh. I, well, anyways, I was just like, this would be insulting to give out, A, and also my friend Sierra. This would be a great gift for her. Yeah. So just, you're used? taking it away from me. I'm not taking it away from you. I'm making sure that we can hear Kat. Okay. So well, you got mad at her leaning. What, oh was, what was your first interaction with Celeste, Dewey? I'm trying to remember. The earliest I remember is that, and I can't remember the first time I met you, was Halloween where you asked to see a photo of my costume after I, or later when I finally got it. Or the time that I stayed later than I wanted to, then Adam explained a football game from 15 years ago to me for five minutes. You you understand that I am not Adam, correct? I know, I know, but I just can't remember. Are you if, not your husband? I just can't remember which night I first met you. I can't remember which one of those came first. But, uh, the chicken or the egg. Because there's the one where you came to the bar dressed as a skeleton. And yeah. I think that was the first time I met you. Except did That's you know so it was me? I didn't know you yet. I knew, I think that was when I first found out that you were Celeste I had been emailing because I didn't understand at first why I couldn't find any more shifts and it turns out it was like the end of the month and that's why. You sent me a very nice email back. We were like, actually, it's like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. It was very nice. Did you first, when you first volunteered, you did services desk, right? Yeah, because, because that was I, the only thing open. It was, it was the only thing open and I thought that's what you had to do your first time is like uh, pay your dues by doing the worst job thing. You think services is the worst? Uh, for me, I didn't enjoy it. Yeah, I guess if you don't know Do you how. think we should just get rid of services? Are you anti-services? <laughs> are you, are you, are you sweeps, not services? Is that where you're at? <laughs> I'm not pro-sweeps. I don't like sweeps. Sweeps are bad, um, unless you are a baseball fan, in which case sweeps are good. We're not talking about baseball because you hate the Dodgers. Well, I grew up in Giants country. So. Wait, so... Yeah, but you don't even like even the Giants. I would respect that. My dad likes the Giants. They're like in my top 10 favorite teams. I have, I have questions for you hosts. So okay. give us like a word or like what you think of us like who we are personality wise like for each of us and then what bird we would be 
that oh, yeah. from the birds that we saw in the LA River today. I don't know enough about. We saw like seven birds. We should first yeah. do yeah, the birds we saw. Well, we haven't even gotten into their history with birds and or birding yet. No, but just like, like, like okay, we'll circle personality back wise. Like, okay. I think we should circle back to that once we have a bird. And then we can all talk about our favorite birds after. Because this is a birding podcast. This a, yes, this is a birding podcast, which I have to remind the audience an annoying amount of times. We get on a lot of tangents. Is I'm this as mad. chaotic as you thought it was going to be? It's actually less than I thought. It's less chaos and more direct bullying. What's your history with birds and or birding? Oh, okay. <laughs> Unless you weren't done talking about how you met. Um, so I saw Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds at a mm-hmm. very young age and disliked birds for a very long time. And then I went birding and realized they're beautiful creatures. I still feel really grossed out about ostrich and emu's ears. It still Weird. freaks me out a lot. Yeah. I went to ostrich well, land. Looked, looked at owl ears. You know how like the insides are all like, yeah, they're holes with like a bunch of little shapes and caverns. Wait, uh, not like ours? No. no. Remember when we looked up we owl have, ears? We with have Jess? shapes and caverns. No, but well, you have to look Jess. at an I you didn't. have to look at an ostrich. Oh no, emu's ears, and they're. I went to uh, the ostrich land, like near Solvang. The first thing they do is like, come check out this fucking ear. It's crazy. Yeah, they're like climb into the ear. Solvang's <laughs> uh, so cute. It is so cute. But I went to ostrich land, and and that um, was not cute. You they, not, they're you gira- they're definitely Jurassic. Okay. Yeah. Looking. You really feel the dinosaur connection. What are those other ones that they have that aren't the ostriches or the emu? Cassowaries? Yes. Those are so dinosaurs. I thought those were extinct. You're thinking of Tyrannosaurus Rex. You ever get randomly long hairs on your yeah. arm? You are going on a tangent, Missy. Sorry. <laughs> Our guest is talking. I know. For the sluts out there, Jess just showed us a very long hair on her arm. Yeah, since we don't it have proper video right now, since someone oh forgot to. Oh my god, I'm sorry. I've been in LA for like a day and a half. Could you get it together? Please. Please. We, you don't see any of the rest of us having these yeah. kind of problems. She even yeah. gave you batteries, man. Okay. And headphones. And the little yeah, square thingies. And this extension cord. Janet even has like a personal fan. Okay, that was not nece- that was her choice. That was not on me. And who is very cool and calm and collected? Janet Kim. Janet's so cool and collected. She's a, she's on Twitter right now. <laughs> she's got her sunglasses on. She's scrolling through Twitter. I'm sorry, I have like 23 text messages for some reason. I thought birds were really scary for a long time, and then I I've been on two or three birding sessions with you, and I decided that at the next birding event I'll be picking up trash while you guys are birding. That's what Jess likes to do. Theory. I always forget to bring a bag, but I do. Yeah, because like I'm not. It is fun. It's very cute to see everyone collect Pokemon <laughs> birds, mm-hmm. and it's like a checklist. And it's just yeah. really, it's just so darling to see everyone get really excited when they see a bird that's on their checklist. So it feels like Pokemon. So yeah. I'm all about that life. Um, so don't dislike birds, and I have a greater appreciation for birds. I wish you were listening. I was checking one of the mic levels. I was still listening. It's hard to be the engineer it's and okay, the It's okay, Dewey. She's a middle child. She's used to this. So, so b- birds, birds, two thumbs up. I'll tell you my favorite bird later on. Speaking of the movie The Birds, uh, that was the movie my mom was watching while in labor with me. <gasps> True story. They, when like the cable channels back in the like 80s would mm-hmm. just play the same movie on, on loop, that was the one. Wait, was this at home or in the hospital? Well, she started watching it at home and then went to the hospital and then there's a TV and then... Was she already in early labor or did one of the birds just kick it off? Ooh, she's never really... Um, I never really told me. Maybe so I know a lot about labor right now. So. Tell us all about it. Man, well, explain to us. Well, here's, here's the thing. Early labor can last anywhere from five to eight hours. Um, so that's when you know the cervix is typically dilated about two centimeters. Um, and then once more active labor starts, it's around 10 um, or about five to 10 centimeters. And then 10 centimeters when you got to start pushing. That's when the baby is going to come out. And if you're a new mother, it takes way longer. But if you've already had a baby, it's like a slip and slide. They just pop right out. So I, my mom left for the hospital at 1130 p.m. and I was born at 230 a.m. What? Oh, you are such a little diamond. Yeah. <laughs> It was my birthday present to her because I was born the day before her birthday. So I just wanted to make Whoa. sure That's she wasn't so suffering. Fast. That is so my mom, child. I think, was in labor for like over a day. Okay, but there were twins. two of you, yeah. Twins you guys are always probably fighting in the dang womb. And a little premature. So it was like, we're really doing this? And then we were like, no. I'm shocked they didn't fish you out the sunroof. Usually, usually that's the... <laughs> Did you just call a C-section fishing them out of the sunroof? Yeah. that sound more fun? Yeah. <laughs> I well, I think we... I don't know if they... Could do I don't know actually how babies work. We came early, so I don't think it was like planned. How early? 
three and a half weeks. Uh, twins were most yes, twins are early because you're like fighting for we space. We run out of stuff in there, yeah. Um, so thank you for explaining the miracle of life to us. How do tampons work? Are we celebrating anyone's miracle of life soon? My baby? Or my birth? Your birthday? Oh my God! Yeah. Dewey's baby. Wait, Dewey, tell us how you check how dilated a, a person in that. I don't know. Is. I imagine there's some sort of ruler situation with the vagina, perhaps. Ruler? You don't? You don't know what the correct device like is called? Forceps? I don't know. Okay, so moving on. Yeah. So your mother was watching the birds. And then, yeah, and then I was born. Sorry, sorry before we get back to this, I think so Jess really wants us to bring up her birthday. Jess's birthday's in. I just brought it up the one time. Yes, his birthday is in a few days. <gasps> oh, mazel, honey. What day? Thank you. The 27th. Oh, are you a Leo? Yeah. Oh, there are three Leos at this table. And <laughs> guess what kind of birthday she's having? What do you, what do you mean? What a kind of birthday? Party? Oh, it's my golden birthday. What oh. is a golden birthday? It's the age you're, it's when you turn the age of your birthday. So you're born during birds. Oh, yeah. I was born during the birds, yes. Yeah. Do you know which scene? Where was Tippy? I don't know. <laughs> You know, I wonder how much she was really paying attention. Mm. My mom's pretty easily distracted, so it's possible she was multitasking. Mm. I'll I'll have to ask her. Mm. I've never really pushed it. Your mom was doing Sudoku while you were coming out. Did Sudoku? Sudoku yeah, so that didn't exist back then. Really? What? It was the 80s, yeah. I don't know what things Sudoku are. Sudoku didn't exist back then? I'm sure it existed. Um. Okay, so... Why not? So, because it, it no one thought of it after because yeah, like it became popular it's like, you know like tiktok ten... wasn't there like when she when we were born but they had like an equivalent to tiktok it's like you like you America's record videos, you put videos? yeah <laughs> yeah that show was still on they had sudoku back then but it was hosted by uh what's his i'm trying face? to bring us back to point and you guys keep trying to not well the difference is that one of us is a host yeah so isn't that your yeah job? isn't that your job Am do I you doing job. your job do you for you? Okay, okay. Dewey is yes, letting so women do his job. Okay. Yeah. So the birds was playing when you're born. Can you tell us the history of this beautiful book you have yeah, on the so table? I, I brought a prop. This is a book. For it's the, the sluts unable to see the video. It's the, the Audubon Society Field Guide to North American Birds, Western Region. Ooh. What's the publication date? Uh, it appears to be uh, 1977. It looks old. And it was my grandmother's. I don't really know how she ended up getting it. Probably something for free is my guess, knowing her. It was on the body of a man she killed. She, we don't talk know, about that. We don't want you know, to not tarnish her podcast. reputation. She still hasn't passed the statute of limitations yet. <laughs> uh, well, she's been dead for uh, almost 20 years, so it's, be, it's fine. Too soon. Uh, yeah, so I had this book since, well, I used to play with it at her house when I was a child because there's like all these lovely oh, illustrations. So you can like, anyways, this is how people used to bird instead of just cheating with an app. Oh my God. I would love if just one thing could not be targeted at me. Why so, were we thinking about, why do, why do you feel like you're targeted? Because I'm a white man. That's why I'm the only white man here. We didn't get into this. So we talked about herons and egrets. Sorry, I was just looking. Right. So there's like all the different categories and then to identify the bird, you have to go in the category. And we talked about how cranes and herons are different, but we also did not talk about storks related to childbirth. Oh, right. And we, what is this? Can you tell us about storks? I don't know a ton about storks because we don't really get a ton of them out here. So I haven't really had an opportunity to research them. Where do we, um, where are they? Um, well, I mean, there's a ton in like Africa and shit, like specifically that one horrifying stork, the spoonbill stork. I'll pull it up for you. It's it's not cute. But there's a, there's some in Europe too, or sorry, shoebill stork is what I meant. Mm, that sounds fun. This is the shoebill stork, which I think if I finally see this in the wild one day, will it will be like a forewarning of my death. Um, here is the shoebill stork. Yeah. Oh, he's cute. Yeah. I like him. This thing is gigantic. It's scary. It's got a horrifying face. Wow. So, yeah. He looks like a Muppet. Yeah, yeah that's why I like him. But here's the thing. I don't know a ton about strokes, so they could be all over America, and I'm just not familiar. It's just not one of my well, they obviously, of if they're in this, this is Western region yeah. of North America, okay. so I'll well, read about them. About I'll do a little research right now, and then Janet can tell you how what her history with birds is. And or birding. Uh, for the sluts. Sorry, Janet is just laughing off mic right now. Okay, so I actually hate birds. I'm sorry, <laughs> do, I'm, Dewey. I am so sorry. I'm so sorry. I don't think Jess cares, but... <laughs> You've been on birding trips before. Okay, so Leslie let me... Her. So I'll explain. So we had parakeets 
when we were little. This happens every other episode. Somebody had a fucking parakeet growing up. It's, we had two. We had two. And then um, living in this urban wildlife interface, we get all kinds of interesting things coming into the garden, right? And so one day we came home from school and the birdcage was covered with a sheet. And so... Of course, we were like, what's going on with the birds? So apparently an animal had somehow pried open the bars and torn apart the parakeets. And there's partially digested bird seed just like spilling out of their bodies. I think one was beheaded. Sorry, this was described they to your parents? They got into your house? Did you see this or were your parents like, I think the best way to comfort the kids is by explaining the viscera around the body. No, so the, the bird cage existed in this covered area of the garden. Uh-huh. Oh. And so that happened. And then one time I was on a pier somewhere in Alaska eating a sandwich. And then a one-eyed, one-legged seagull came and was just staring at me. And so I didn't think too much of it until it kind of attacked me and snatched the sandwich out of my hand and (laughs) flew away. Yeah, that'll happen. And so when I saw that you were doing a birding trip, Uh I was like, hmm. This could be interesting because it was marketed to me by others as just like a, a little bitchy nature walk. And so I was like, okay. Oh, healthy male bonding activity. Sorry, who are these people marketing it to you? And I don't so, and so. Witchy um, or witchy? You just said bitchy. Bitchy, bitchy yeah. yeah. So I went and it was it was a gorgeous, gorgeous walk. But what struck me was the enthusiasm that you and Kelby and Adam and Kevin and Sean and all the others had. All men. All yeah. That's why I said a healthy male bonding. Yeah. And so so we actually all did remark that it was kind of amazing to see um some non-toxic masculine hobbies that, you know, everyone could really get around and be really passionate about without being judged for really loving nature. And I think that's you know, that's something very beautiful that I found from that outing and it was just a beautiful day we saw some great birds yeah so we were bird we were birding and you were birdering we were watching birds you were watching birders no i was i was trying not to look at i was i was trying not to look at any of you but you know you were just kind of wandering into my line of sight we're at a table what are you talking about we're all in your line of sight oh look there's a hummingbird gorgeous oh pretty little little live treat and alan's hummingbird has flown right into our view Taking a little sip from the nectar in one of the desert plants in Celeste's backyard. Also, did we mention that we are hosted in Celeste's backyard? So thank you to Celeste for that. This is the first outdoor podcast, isn't it? Is it, it is not? the first. Yes, the first outdoor. The first in-person podcast. So wait, I'm going to go back to storks for a second. They are mainly in the warm zones of the world. There are 17 species total, but only one breeds in North America, and it's migratory. But I really appreciate that they uh, just mention that they feed on aquatic animal life by mainly by stalking and stabbing or by probing and catching. Probing. So why did we put them in charge of the babies? Yeah, so that's who gets to carry babies to their parents. What's your ideal evening, Jess? Is it stalking, stabbing, or probing? Or catching. Um, probing, then catching. Okay. Isn't that like the stages of insemination? Would you say that this is, this podcast right now is more probing, stabbing? Where would you... What were the other choices? I think you guys have been probing me the whole damn time. I'm getting poked and prodded over here. Don't flatter yourself, do we? Oh, my God. Wait, so did y'all see that video of that great blue heron in New York eating the rat? Uh, why don't you describe this video to us, Janet, since you've sent it to me several times? Oh, it's it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> I told you before I don't like rats. Nature is yeah, scary. Like you would like Nature is Because it's like something you it's love. taking down birds. the rat. It's taking yeah. down something you don't love. Rat. Yeah. All right, so we went over everybody's history with birds and or birding, so let's get into today's trip. So Jess, why don't you read off the list of birds we saw today? Snowy egrets, we saw barn swallows, we saw black-crowned night heron, a tiny little baby, great blue herons, house finches, house sparrows, and black phoebes. Oh, we we also just saw a hummingbird. You did did not mention the killdeer. No, we did. We didn't see the killdeer. killdeer. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. What? I didn't. I must not have pointed out. It's when we were. You guys were all standing. Celeste over found. Celeste, Celeste found the rarest Pokemon of all. Okay, yes, sorry. Okay, pretend I and said that. And then hummingbird. Yeah, then the Alan's hummingbird. The crows. We saw a lot of crows. And you saw a vulture. I saw a raven this morning without all of you. Oh, they're like they're they're both perched there. How cute. Where are we looking? They're on the telephone pole over there. I'm hungry. I can't do just... that far. We should have stopped for more <laughs> snacks. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we did see a lot of the the small businesses in Frogtown, which I thought was invaluable. 
So yeah, so we should talk about the trip. So Janet was 30 minutes late. <laughs> wow. Um, wow. We don't need to talk about that. Wow, do It's we? 90 degrees. It's 90 degrees. Wow, I didn't realize I was going to be on one of these kinds of podcasts. Oh my, what is, what is this kind of podcast? Can we talk about the cute trailer where we got coffees? Yeah. So yeah, so we should say, so this burning trip was probably the longest trip we've taken on this podcast. Not You're because welcome. there were a lot of birds, but because You're we welcome. stopped at every business along the river. Support support the local economy. There are a lot of great local businesses, a lot of new great local businesses. Gentrification. And, uh, future podcasting podcast. locations. Yeah, that guy was very pro us recording a podcast there. Yeah, we supported we, local businesses. We angered a local business. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That waiter was not happy with us. They are charging too much for ice yeah. cream. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We should get into it. Uh, what was that first place we went to? It was called uh, the Happy Camper. Ha- happier Cafe. Happier Cap Camper. Happier Cafe. It was. No, it's, it's Happier, happier camper, camper, but it's of the Happier Cafe franchise, oh, okay. which I found from looking at their Instagram. Oh, wait, it's a franchise. They had a very good coffee. I use franchise pretty loosely. Like I think they have one or two other shops. Okay. So. Um, who's sponsoring this podcast? Well, I tried to get a sponsor by Baskin Robbins, but Jess shot me down last week. <gasps> Why? He didn't try anything. He's he's went into a fi- what would have been a five minute long bit advertisement for Baskin that. Robbins. It's like they don't need our help. Is what's a bird themed brand that could sponsor you? Osprey? Bird bird dogs. What about the Seattle Seahawks? Have you considered asking for sponsorship? The Eagle Creek. The I could. My family would not be happy with me as as Forty Niners fans, but uh, or the Ravens, the also Ravens, Baltimore, also, also Baltimore Falcons, Atlanta Falcons. The rotisserie chicken from Costco. Or the Utah Jazz. I don't know if sports teams really advertise all that much. They have a lot of money. They could use our help, I'm sure. I mean, I just listed so many things with bird themes, and you have yet to come up with another business that I said does Osprey, not a, which is she, like, yeah, is you did, that's a good one. but Dewey, 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 did Dewey not. came up with Baskin Robbins, which is not bird themed. Well, Robin, because it's got two bees in the. It's not even spelled like Robin. Don't know if you guys listened to that podcast, that episode, but he. I was just like, I kind of want ice cream. And he was like, speaking of, welcome to our segment about our sponsor, Baskin Robbins. If you're, if you're hot and you want a delicious treat. It's like, ice cream is actually up. gross in the hot weather because it melts. Because Celeste, you famously only eat ice cream when it's cold out. Yeah, except like soft serve does not count because soft serve is somewhere Different between. Category. Well, especially because it's vegan, too. It's not yeah. even. Soft serve is vegan? Oh, at least the like Dole Whips are. I love Dole Whips. Yeah. Have you been to Magpies? <gasps> Okay, magpies. It's ice cream and there's a bird. Oh, there we go. Okay, see? And you wanted Baskin Robbins. Oh, my God. First of all, Baskin Robbins (laughs) is surprisingly high quality. They have a very high cream amount in their ice cream. Yeah, they do. I'm a thrifties girl. Oh, yeah. Okay, you and my mom would get along. You live right by a Rite Aid. Why don't you go get thrifty ice cream all the time? Yeah, we should get thrifties more often. Every time I get thrifty ice cream, it seems like I'm inconveniencing the cashier that has to go there. But you are, and that's fine. They They work at Rite Aid, of course. Like, that doesn't matter. I used to get thrifties all the time. My mom would treat thrifties as this was this very, it was very sweet what she did. She talked about thrifties ice cream like it was this very special treat we got to get. So, like, every few years, she'd be like, Let's go to Thrifty's. We'll get the, the the chocolate malt ice cream. It'll be a fun little treat, even though it's like the cheapest ice cream there is. But it's so nice and so good, and it was a fun little memory. We used to go to Lake Berryessa, and on the way back, sometimes we would get to have a Shrek-flavored milkshake from Burger King. Was it like, like his, his flesh? Yeah, I guess. It's how you drink Jesus. You drink yeah, Shrek. Drink- <laughs> I think it was either like- purple or green. It should not have been purple. Okay, so it's probably flavor. green. It's, okay. probably it's like, green. The, gr- it's like the, the grimace birthday shade. I didn't say yeah. what it was, and I it said awesome. it shouldn't have. If they did purple, they're doing it wrong. Because so he's not purple. So are we on a birding podcast? or? I think now we're on an ice cream podcast. I prefer I wanna, that, honestly. I want to shake so bad. Yeah. We should go to Shake Shack. Shake Shack Shack. What about Foster's Freeze? How do you guys feel about I love Foster's, Foster's, Foster's Freeze. Foster's we had one growing up, even though it was like dangerous because people get stabbed there a lot, but it was super good. What? There's one right on Fletcher. Oh, yeah. We always oh, pass yeah. on the way back from the river, and I go, Foster's for you. Yeah, every time. Oh, you know, we should go hometown. there. We should, I love a dipped cone. We should do the next podcast We've there. named, like, on this day, we've named eight different ice cream places we want to go to. <laughs> we well, let's just spread it out um, over 2024. Okay, to be fair, on our bird walk, we there was an ice cream sando that we wanted to get, but it was And then there was the popsicle it. stand. There was the popsicle Priced stand that we talked to two guys that were kind of horrified that we asked them how the popsicles were. I don't think they seem friendly. No, they nice. were really excited to tell us about all the flavors. I yeah. love all the flavors. And then 
we had a soft serve at Wax Paper. Shout out to Wax Paper, Wax sponsored paper by Dole Wait, Whip. You didn't. Celeste. I did. It was strawberry and I, lemon vanilla swirl. It was great. The royal way. I ate it with my eyes. Oh my god! I actually did not I offer to share, which in. was kind of rude of me. But I was like, "There's only one only spoon. child, Can I name only one child." More, one more ice cream place yep. in Livermore or in Pleasanton, California. Yep. It's called Meadowlark Dairy. They have like Meadowlark's a bird. Okay, I'm kind of nailing this. She did get they magpies, have, but they have like a drive-through soft serve situation, and they have other dairy products. Um, and they do swirls, and they have dollops, and they have every kind of flavor you want. It's so fun and so good. And when you're in high school and you have nothing else to do. On a summer day, that's the place to be. All right, Metalark. So Venmo is a thousand dollars, and we'll yeah. keep that in the episode. Mm. Yeah, we don't have to keep that in. I just really no. We're going to keep it because I'm thinking about Sponsored it. Sponsored by Seabird's Kitchen. Um, so yes, we visited a lot of fun local businesses. We we made a waiter very mad because they didn't like the a server. Uh, a a server. server. I think maybe even a host. Yeah, we don't know. All I know, all we know is they asked us. Uh, they said, "Is nine dollars for ice cream fine?" We all said yes, thinking they said five. And then when they came up, I heard it was like that'll be thirty dollars. I didn't hear any. I was that. not there for that. I heard I'm nine. Sorry, I. That's why I said I. Didn't Kat and I were taking photos at that point. Yeah, we were in Havana for <laughs> a split Havana. second. By that you mean you were by a blue building? Well, we were going to have... go climb on top of a gas tank. But the please but the photos um, are totally worth it. Yeah, please You'll check uh, the Instagram for the photo that we're talking about. Oh, am I posting this? Is this? Oh, I have a whole series she made that a you're posting for you. Great. Of oh our of God. our walk down. So normally, I do like the blacked out bird photos. So you can guess what bird it is. But maybe I'll just black out you guys, and it'll be like, guess what they look like. <laughs> wow. Or oh, oh no no, you black out our heads, and then why would I leave your body? No no, because then the reveal is then we have a bird head, and he's his mm. serial killer. So instead of per yeah. person head on bird body, your head is a very different shape than a human. But will they know which bird it is? Okay, we can we can oh, do no something. Wonder you're like a serial killer. I'm not a serial killer. Serial killer. You should listen to me. I'm an serial artist. <laughs> she is uh-huh. an artist. All right. So we are 45 minutes in. We should get in <laughs> to the birds we saw today, unless you guys. Are you saying this isn't usable material? No, it's usable material. So one of the birds we saw today happened to be one of Kat's favorite, which is the turkey vulture. So what do you guys typically think about turkey vultures? Um, I admire them for how they have um, evolved to have morphological features that make their activities more efficient. And I think, you know, their role in Zoroastrian funeral rites is um, quite impressive. And Sarah, what is that role? They're called sky burials. I feel like I'm stealing cat's thunder. Thank you. This is <laughs> this is actually her jam. Yeah, so uh, vultures, including t- turkey vultures, are my favorite birds because the Zoroastrian sky burial, you put the body out like loosely wrapped in a muslin and the vultures come and eat the body in like four to five hours. And when you come back, it's just bones. And that's how you become one with the earth. Interesting. Yeah. So I would like that. But there have been declining number of vultures. So it's harder and harder to have those kinds of burials. But doesn't that help? Doesn't that help the vulture population? Because you're helping to sustain them? So shouldn't more people get these kind of funerals? Yes. But what is it about the vultures? bodies that are particularly impressive. I'm so to you. glad you asked. So they are not susceptible to anthrax. They are able to eat diseased carcasses and they don't have feathers on their neck so they can burrow inside the carcass. And then my favorite, uh, two favorite things is they urinate on themselves to clean their bodies after going into a carcass. And then if they see a predator, they'll throw everything up from their stomachs and fly away. It's pretty impressive. So efficient. Yeah. To your earlier point, that thing about being able to eat diseased carcasses is very good for the local ecosystem because it prevents those diseases from re-entering, you know, any sort of viral reservoir, you know, attacking or attacking any other species. Um, but but this reminds deal. me of another bird we saw today who was who was feeding on a fish in the river, and we debated whether or not that was safe, oh, safe yeah. consumption. Instant diarrhea. Yeah, we should talk. Yeah, so Do we birds saw- get diarrhea. That's a good question. I don't know, because their, their poop is already mostly liquid anyway, because it's a little mixture of the white being liquid and the brown being uh, feces. So that's a good question. I don't know. It's the white. The white is like just their urea, whatever they use to process the urea and the liquids and stuff. And then the black is like the more feces. So do you guys know how turkey vultures locate carcasses? No. No. Do they sniff them? Jess, you are so smart. Yeah, they go in by smelling. They use their, their sense of smell. So the part of their brain that processes smells is pretty big compared to other birds. They're big old sniffers. They're like the dogs of the bird world. Mm. Um, so yeah, so they're, they have a heightened ability to detect odors, which is pretty dang cool. 
Um, so they can even find like dead animals like that are underneath like tree covering that they wouldn't normally be able to see. So they're like little wolverines, you know, following. It's like sort of like in a cartoon where somebody leaves a pie on the windowsill. Essentially, the turkeys are just being pulled around by that little little scent trail. Can you tell us why they're called turkey vultures? Well, I think it's because they look like turkeys, right? And vultures. Is there a regular vulture? I'm glad you bring that up. So. Like I said, they're they they're called turkey vultures because they look like turkeys, and other turkey or vultures have that similar appearance. So a lot of New World turkeys look like a lot of Old World turkeys, but they're not closely related. They have they are in different taxonomical orders, and so what's cool about that is even though they didn't descend from like these common ancestors that give them those traits, they both evolved the same stuff because it was helpful in their environment. Something that is known as convergent evolution. So one fun fact about vultures: they don't build nests. What they do, like, not necessarily understand them, like, a bunch of sticks put together. So what they'll do is they'll make, like, just little tiny spots in the soil to, like, move around, like, some leaves or obstacles and, like, or, like, rotting wood or vegetation. Just, like, some little hole they can hang out in, but they don't build traditional nests. Um, so that's fun. And then they court each other by making them run around and fly. So they do something that's called follow flight. So what they'll do is that one bird will just like sort of lead them through like this acrobatic show, sort of like the Blue Angels at like a much slower scale. Where they sort of like twist and turn and like, you know, switch flights throughout the air for up to three hours, which is pretty long. There were several birds ahead of time that we wanted to see. And we saw one of Celeste. Celeste, we saw that killdeer. What do you think about the killdeer? I mean, I could barely see it. <laughs> uh, it's really far away. Uh, I do we before we headed out when I was like, "What is the list of birds we might see?" He was like, "I don't think we're gonna see the killdeer. They're usually further up the river." And I was like, "That's fine," but I'm determined. And uh, the selling point was really that allegedly they're called killdeers because that's what their bird song sounds like. It sounds like they're just saying killdeer, and then Dewey played it for me. It does not sound like, I don't know who these people naming these birds are. That is not what that sounds like. Um, and we could not hear one in person to verify that. But yeah, we did. Like a, Kill deer. That's so what I like was straight, expecting. It's not, like it's straight like not a Pokemon straight line. Thing. Pokemon thing. In, in Pokemon, in the English version, they say their name instead of like making an animal growl. So this is the sound that we're referring to. I just no. don't know who heard that and was like, you know what it's saying. Like, I've watched plenty of those videos. It's a Yanny or Laurel situation. No, Once you no. hear it, you hear it. No, no. I've, I've watched a lot of videos on the internet of people being like, my cat or my bird or whatever sounds like it's saying. And every time I'm like, yeah, it 100% does sound yeah. like it's saying that. Sorry, do you search these out or is this your algorithm just sending them out to you? It's like, it's just the internet. Like, I don't know. People send things to me. <laughs> whatever. The point is, I was expecting that. And then I was like, no, nah, don't hear it. But I get to see it. So, and they have little stripy heads. That was kind of the real appeal was their little stripy heads. So yeah, Celeste, do you remember what killdeers do when they encounter a predator? No. So <laughs> they vomit. killdeers, obviously they can be parents. So they can, they can have babies and nests. And we talked about how obviously. we didn't know how the <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> obviously they can be parents. So again, I never said that I hate women, but it's clear women just hate me. He just has that face, you know? Uh-huh. Anyway, so. So conventionally uh, attractive. Like okay. a serial killer. Yeah. All right. So uh, killdeers like to protect their babies as one is want to do. And one thing they do is if a predator comes near their nest, the one of the parents will come out and like start going like their little killdeer noise and limp and pretend to have like a hurt wing. And the idea is that instead of attacking the babies, the predator will go for the injured killdeer. So then when the predator goes, the bird will fly away. So it sort of escapes with his life while protecting its babies, which is a fun display. However, there's one issue with that, is that predators aren't the only things that can harm their nests. A lot of killdeer like to live in the grasslands as opposed to just like like the water. So like they'll live in like sort of like fields near canals that people use for irrigation, which means a lot of horses and cattle will encounter those nests and smush them with their feet. Mm. So there's no way to protect from that um, with the broken wing display, but they do something else instead where they will sort of like fluff itself up to get big and then they'll like put its tail over its head to like be threatening and then it'll just run up to the beast and like um like make a bunch of chirping noises like just to make it like walk away <laughs> so they sort of distract it head on and make it just like go ew gross and then like walk a little bit away from the nest which i think is fun sounds like my cat what <laughs> your cat does that kind of but it's more when they're scared not when they're trying to be scary okay and then they like, but they charge, they, they're scared. So like charging me. Yeah. Uh, and that's terrifying for me. <laughs> it's like, 
Really? Yeah. Your cat, by the way, was very afraid of me when I walked in, the gray one. Oh, yeah, Leon's not used to people yet. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, we talked about turkey vulture nests. Killdeer also like to nest um, in weird places. They really like gravel rooftops, which is not a super safe place for birds. <laughs> Isn't that hot? It's hot, yeah. And, like, so one, and, like, they can't, the chicks can't really leave very easily because it's, like, super high up and, like, stuff. And so when they try to get them to fly, a lot of times, like, the chicks will accidentally, like, fall off and die instead of flying, which seems like evolutionarily, evolutionarily, this will get taken care of eventually, but it's kind of a bummer how that works out for now. Nature is sad. Speaking of, like, parents ditching their kids early, you had mentioned something, why there were nights. Oh, yeah, so we, so we should, so last week we went in a big deep dive on different heron species, and we actually saw one of those today. So we saw, again, the black-crowned night heron today. Um, so we saw a little brown one just running around. So typically the black-crowned night herons are gray with those black caps on their head. But this one was brown with spots, which last week we explained means it's a juvenile. Right. And we were like, why did these parents leave this child unattend- unattended? Like, what deadbeats they yeah, are. Yeah, because we saw it alone. It was by itself. It was fishing on its own just in the middle of the river. In the daytime, they're typically active at dusk or dawn. And, and you were like telling us that they're like not very good at it either. Yeah. Like, you were like, <laughs> not only... Is it doing it? It's like, it's not good at it. Yeah. It like actually is not ready for this. Yeah. So to clarify, they leave the nest at one month old, but they're not able to fly until they're six weeks old. So there's about a two week period where they're just running around like little idiots. And that's where we caught this one in sort of the period before it could fly. And so you, at first you thought it was a green heron. Yeah. I thought it was a green heron because I thought I saw some green on it, but it was only brown and spotted, which means it was the juvenile black crown night heron. Do you have, so are there are green herons on the LA River. We just yes, didn't I've seen them see a bunch. Them. Yeah, and like, are they really that distinctively different in color from the blue heron? Yeah, let me show you. Actually, that's red. Okay, but its chest is red, but the rest of it's green. No, the rest of it is gray. Well, my phone, my phone is on night mode. No, no, I don't. I don't see think. The other colors. I think I'm a super color seer, and I see. <laughs> okay, okay. It's uh, no, its leg is green. Its leg is a little green. It's, it's, it's like green a shark's I don't think it's named leg. after the leg. But there's—it's not... green. Okay, those are not green. That is—it's like gray. the person that was like, "Oh yeah, kill deer." I hear. Kill I hear deer. kill deer. Yeah. There are pictures where it looks more green, and in the wild, they don't like green. Doesn't specifically mean like green apple. It's like on a spec. It's like close oh. enough. Again, but as a color super seer, mm-hmm. I see okay. no hints and of. Was this something that you were like gifted or like? Uh, you were titled at some point. Did you take a test? Why are you a super color seer? Uh, I theorized that I was better at color acuity than most people. And I did this online test where it's like, mm. I forget how many hundreds of colors. It's a gradient and you're supposed to put them in <laughs> order. Yeah. 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 How did you do on that game? Not as good as Jess, but I think Actually, did pretty well. I do think we did about the same. I was like, I but did you well. ace the test? Like, like a, a color super seer? Aced it, but... No. I think Dewey might have done better than I did, which is annoying because he has this shirt that we can't agree on the color on. Yeah, because it's green. And what is it actually gray? No, it's like it's. I think it's more blue, but I guess it's kind of a teal situation where it could be. But green is comprised of blue and yellow, so therefore you're not wrong. Oh my god, you're so right. And blue is the last color in every language, as we know. What does that mean? So. Not to go on a huge tangent, but typically, yeah. Pigment didn't exist when the language was developed, so then they had to add it. So essentially, um, until so think about the word pink. A lot of cultures can't see the color pink as well as American and English cultures do because we don't have a word for it. We have a word for light red that is pink, so we distinguish pink as a different color than red. Is it because we're so white? Maybe, but like in cultures that like, but like we don't have a word for light blue, so we see light blue and we see blue. We see light red. We don't think light red. We think pink. So we're able to differentiate those colors, whereas we can't differentiate different shades of blue as well. And in a similar vein, blue as a color did not really exist as a concept in early languages. So a lot of times, like, it would be, like, lumped into green. Essentially, blue and green were considered the same color and just different, like, variations. Like, if you read the Odyssey, they don't describe the sea as blue. They describe it as wine dark. So until we dis- until pigments became readily available, like in terms of dyes, and we sort of had this separate identity for it that we could identify, that's when they identified the word for blue and it became a separate thing. But in like all languages, blue is typically the last color that gets a name. That's crazy. It sh- feels like it should be the first. That's what I'm fucking saying. But they, they just see blue and green as part of the same thing. Hmm. There's another one, yeah. What was that? I think that was, it was a crow. 
are crows substantially more common than ravens? Uh, fun fact about crows and ravens. Most places have either. So they either have just crows or just ravens. But the L.A. area and maybe Southern California as a whole, but specifically L.A., is one of the rare places that have both. I saw a raven yesterday. I can play the sound. I feel like I never see ravens. So if you, well, if, have you ever heard like a clicking noise like from a bird? I hear them, that's but I don't raven. see that. But that's from ravens. That is yeah. such a, that's, that's such predator. the wrong word to use. What do you, what do you think it sounds like? I would like? maybe say like a, a cockle. The cockle. It's they mostly. Stand, I was wondering what they that noise was. They stand in my trees and like chew off the branches and make that noise. Yeah, yeah like those, so those are ravens. That's yeah, but I never see them. I just hear yeah. them. It's like a woodpecker. Yeah, yeah right? they sound like woodpeckers. And I think they sound like those those frog, wooden frog things. Oh, totally. mm -hmm. He didn't get it when I said that. Yeah, to my mind, they go like, which is wrong. No, the, the wooden frog toys with the yeah. ridged back, yeah. and then you you rub a I stick. Just, up he thinks that. they made a different sound. Yeah. Anyway. Kinda, so, can you can you imitate the sound that you think it would make? That's why killdeer exists because of guys like him. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, men are always the problem. So yeah, so some guy was like, "Oh my God, I heard the craziest bird song today." And he goes to his friend and he's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it for you, and we can name this bird." And then his friend, so he does a bad impression. His friend he hears killdeer, and then he's like, "Oh, that's what we should call the bird." And it's all just because some asshole's a bad actor. There you go. Sounds about so right. Talking about, we also saw some snowy egrets today. We did. What do you guys think about the snowy egrets? So beautiful. Yeah. So we talked about, we did a big heron deep dive last week, but we didn't actually discuss snowy egrets. The hummingbird is back, but that one's an, no, that's an Allen's too. So there's an Allen's hummingbird behind her. So. Uh, so anyway, so yes, we saw the snowy egrets. So you guys asked their, their heron species, and you guys were like, hey, do they ever breed with other herons? The answer is 100% yes, and most commonly, they make um, hybrids with tricolored herons, little brule herons, and cattle egrets. I love this, like, live bird show. Yeah, it's fun. That it's Unfortunately, it's only crows, it sounds. They're so, they're so intelligent. Well, you know, we can pretend the sound of this fan is a little hummingbird mm -hmm. flapping its wings. So, as lovers of birds, yeah. what is a good tip for non-birders to help our bird populations? Ooh, plant-native plants. A lot of people like to bring in fun-looking plants just for the heck of it, but that can really fuck with an ecosystem. So not only should you look at your native plants, but look at what native plants are very specifically helpful either to birds themselves or the species that they feast. So like either like get some nectaring um, local flowers to attract hummingbirds, get some like um, plants that attract a certain kind of bugs that your birds like to eat. Look in ways that you can utilize your backyard, not as a, just a green space to look at, but a legitimate living ecosystem, because so much of urban life is destructive to the way that the world functions. Um, it's nice to sort of offer a little pocket for those birds to migrate and, you know, rest, get food, stuff like that. Also, put bells on your outdoor cats. Yeah, put bells, yeah. Or, yeah. Don't have or outdoor don't have cats, outdoor cats because also coyotes could kill yeah. them. For the health of your cat and the wildlife, there's actually a, there's a city in Germany that bans cats from being outdoors for that reason. Also, they don't get fleas if they don't go outside, so win-win. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, vote for leftists. That's the other one. Why do we? Because <laughs> uh, people, centrists and right-wingers don't care about the environment. Would you say, how do you think Rick Caruso feels about protecting the environment oh I, I don't like the environment okay okay we've already mentioned you're a racist but that was <laughs> i can't do an italian accent Did you guys get that that's the one you can do so so we have two do dewey's been canceled <laughs> yeah i don't feel like, safe can we, hosting can this podcast to how you got into birding i don't think i know this oh yeah i might have mentioned on the podcast so essentially Are you um saying we don't listen to the podcast Oh my god! I'm not saying it for that. I'm saying I think if case, you if you probably have, and we there. should. Cut I'm it saying out. in case listeners here have heard it before. Um, so I was waiting on my teaching job to start, and I had like three like three months off to just do nothing. And uh, unfortunately, one day I decided to go to the park just to like hang out, and um, I kept noticing all these beautiful birds around. It's like you know what? I've always been a big fan of wildlife. I like birds. I'm gonna bring my camera next time. And then I did, and I started taking photos of birds, and it was the most fun I've ever had in my life. And I was like, this rules. And unfortunately, I discovered that on day 88 of my 90-day <laughs> uh, no job time. So I had to go to work like two days later, which was a bummer. But uh, it was really fun. So that's how I got into birding. You're a new birder. Yeah, I've only been birding. I've only been birding for probably a year and a half now. What is your dream birding 
location? Like, where would you like Ooh, to travel I wanna go, to? I want to go somewhere tropical, like, you know, Central America, South America. I, I do want to go to Europe at some point or Asia just so I can see the hoopo or hoopo, whatever it's called. Can you describe this hoopa? bird for us? It's not a fupa. I don't even have to describe it. I'll show you a photo. Wouldn't the listeners like to hear what that looks like? How do you spell that? So it's spelled H-O-E. It's pronounced huppa. It's a under when you get married. So... For the listeners, imagine a hummingbird head but the size of a normal bird. It's terrifying. So, I know. So they got like a big head like and a gigantic, be- a gigantic beak, and then they had this beautiful, like these beautiful feathers Wait. on the back of their head that are sort of go back like it's like slicked back. Um, Wait, with the- can you re-describe what you you just said? It's like a giant hummingbird head. That's like a hummingbird that's like head. A normal, that's, that's, that's a normal. That's a hummingbird. Bird that's a normal. That's just be- why okay, killjoy it's, exists. Its beak is very long. Okay, so it's got a long beak. It's kind of more like a road. This is cute. What like you described. Sand, sand. Oh, that is. What you really described looks ter- like sounded terrifying. This yeah. looks like a woodpecker or a road. Why are hummingbird heads scary? No, you described tiny, tiny bird, tiny head on big body. No, 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 no. Imagine a hummingbird head, but on the like the size of a normal bird. Okay, I see why I've confused like, you, and I'm the, sorry. Like, you could have just said, like, a bigger hummingbird. That's what I meant to say. Okay, I'm sorry. So, yeah, it looks like a sort of bigger... You should have said it's got, like, fun zebra stripes, and it's orange. Moving on. So, what was everybody's favorite bird that you saw today? Oh, I thought we were just talking about our favorite birds in general. Oh, I mean, we could do that. I think my favorite was watching the birders in their natural habitat. Uh- <laughs> Well, that's very sweet. Yeah, you, you took a um, cat took a vlog today of everybody, which was very cool. So. They will be posting on the Instagram. We'll be posting that to uh, with to Green Day's "Time of Your Life." No, no it's, it's uh, Spando Ballet. Yeah, true. Yeah, that was playing when you ran down to the river to take a photo. And great. Yeah, it was the perfect soundtrack yeah. for the day. I've never heard that song. Of your uh, you one hundred percent have to. No, it's when it goes. Ba, 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 oh. Ba, I don't like that song. What? But you know it. You don't. Uh, can we go it. back to that? You don't like that song. Mm-mm. Let's unpack that. What? 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 What, what, is, what don't you like? What don't, don't like you respond bubba. to? I don't like the bubba buzz. I don't like the instruments. I I don't begrudge people who enjoy it. Whatever. I don't want to yuck your yum. This is not for me. I think I, you haven't listened to it enough. I've listened been, to it. No, plenty. He, he has never listened to it. Um, <laughs> I also think that um, I thought you were really cool. <laughs> when we went to karaoke together, I think that was okay. like you're cool guy. Okay. okay. If you haven't heard this what? man sing, he's a he's an excellent singer. I think you should learn "True" thank by Spandau Ballet. I think you now that's the ne- your next karaoke yeah. song, okay. friend. Well, thank you. That was very nice of you, Cat. You're also a very good singer. Thank you. Celeste, what was your favorite bird we saw today? Uh, my favorite bird we saw today was the the baby, whatever it was. Yeah, but my favorite bird of all time is a roadrunner. Feel like oh. roadrunners because they're adorable oh. and they don't really fly. They're kind of like they're like little they're kind of like little cuter dinosaurs or something. Yeah. And they live in fun climates and yeah. And then Janet was your favorite bird we saw today? Well, obviously the great blue heron just because of its tremendous majesty <laughs> <laughs> ability its to adapt its diet to what Oh my it... fucking god. You're going to bring up the rat again? <laughs> I mean, that's pretty impressive. You have to admit that. How did we not see any ducks today? I actually no, really great think that's very strange. Them. We didn't see any ducks. We didn't see any Canada or Egyptian geese. But my favorite bird, I would have to say, is the California condor. Mm. Oh, and yeah. because I have a personal relationship with them. Intimate? Be- okay, no. Biblical? No. <laughs> I regret teaching you that. Um, <laughs> out of college, my very first job was at the Centers for Disease Control Division of Vector-Borne Infectious Diseases in Northern Colorado. And so one of my very first tasks was to um, prep for shipping the first avian West Nile virus vaccine. Oh, I was like, (laughs) I'm glad that ended with the word vaccine. I was like, what are you doing over there? My very first, like my very first day on the job, I was prepping for shipment. Um, These vaccines meant for the California condors at the LA Zoo, where I had volunteered as a high school student. Whoa. So I personally have a vested interest in the survival of that species that rules a uh, follow-up question did you go to a rockies game no okay thank you for answering i went to a lot of nuggets games so i will take credit for Sorry, the recent championship and we did see the blue heron eating a fish yeah, yeah so we should say so we got to see some so we got to see some cool behavior in action so we were looking at one blue heron who's really showing off for us just hanging out in the water 
And then we saw another one fly in the sort of algae area, this big old green like lake sort of in the middle of the river, the sort of green spot where he was doing his hunting. So he was walking around with his neck cocked. And as soon as he saw a fish or anything in the water, he would strike um, immediately and catching it. So we saw him catch a fish in mid air. Like uh, we saw him catch and eat a little fish, which was really cool. So we kept watching him. We saw him do it again. But the second time, instead of a fish, he sort of solo lady in the tramp, a giant piece of algae, like probably like a 16 inch long piece of algae. It was really gross to the point that the bird spit it out and then tried it again, which was a lot of fun. So sort of cool because that was the first time on this podcast we've seen that hunting behavior, which was a lot of fun. What was your favorite bird today? I think my favorite that I saw today was that baby black crown, black crown night heron. I mean, it was fun enough seeing them all last two weeks at my parents' house, but, you know, sort of seeing them again in person was really fun. What about you, Jess? I kind of liked, I saw I saw the black Phoebe in a different light today. Because you noticed its tail for the first time? I did notice its tail, and I also noticed its, like, toothpick legs that I thought were kind of funny. Oh. I was like, those can't support yeah, and we say it differently because like, we see black Phoebes all the time to the point that we kind of disregard them. So it's kind of cool you got to sort of see that and like appreciate its beauty. I totally agree. So as a non-birder, it was very cool to be on the river with both Jess and Dewey because you were able to find so many birds that were hidden that I had no idea what it was there. Celeste, you too found just the one time. My yeah. vision is very bad. But <laughs> uh, but you, you see color. As I do see color. <laughs> I yeah. just don't see shapes. Yeah. It's just only color. But I was so impressed because you'd, you'd see like the slightest movement. You're like, oh, that's a heron. and Or that's an egret. And we'd be like, yeah. what? how did you know? Once, so, you, go birding, once yeah. you go birding more than three or four times, your brain will start getting tuned into that. No, I think that's that's you. Like, I think I've... So I've been birding with you, what, twice now? Yeah. And I'm always just impressed with how quickly you can spot birds. Oh, thank you. We should move on to our final segment, which is plugs. Oh, Kat, do you have anything to plug? It, it Leo season is, is coming okay. is, is coming to us shortly. And I'm like, yeah, so, well, but there are three Leos sitting at this table. Three Leos, two Italians, two <laughs> Koreans. I think an Italian Leo is so powerful. Uh, no plugs. Um, just stay hydrated and yeah. uh, wear sunscreen. Dewey, why don't you show us how it's done? Oh, yeah. What's your skincare routine? Plugs, I mean. Oh, I, I don't have a skincare routine. Uh, yeah, so um, I'm going to plug Sila, which He is does the, wear a lot of sunscreen. I do wear a lot of sunscreen. Yeah, but if you don't it's wash it off, sunscreen. it's like... No, he I washes it, it off religiously. See, so yeah, I'm going to plug Sila, which is our neighborhood homelessness coalition. So we uh, provide services to our unhoused neighbor, with the highlight being our Saturday supper program, where we provide meals, showers, clothing... Um, every once in a while, we'll have a legal desk where they can help you out with legal advice. Obviously, they can't represent you, but they can give you maybe some pointers. Um, we have a special services desk that can help you with anything that requires a laptop and an internet connection. So they can help you with DMV vouchers, perhaps getting some tax stuff dealt with. Feel free to go there and pop by. And then now we've been shifting to more indoors um, for our services. So pop in, watch a movie, you know, get a meal, watch a movie, have some fun with that. Um, so yeah, so if you want to come volunteer, hang out with us on a Saturday, um, check out the SELA website at selahnhc.org. Um, where you can check out our volunteer updates on multiple days of the week. We got Tuesday programs in Echo Park, Wednesday programs in Los Feliz, or sorry, Silver Lake. Excuse me. Can I ask for for an ask? Yeah. yeah. For the for the sluts out there, yeah. um, we are always in need of pants. Yeah. Uh, Spe- specifically, masculine. big masculine pants. Sweat pants. We we love title, we big love masculine big masculine pants. Shoes specifically like slides, sneakers, uh, big t-shirts, sweatshirts, sweatpants. And uh, because we had a late start to our summer, I feel like we're going to have a very hot summer in like the triple digits. So um, any kind of shade coverings, uh, getting water out to your unhoused neighbors, uh, sun protection, anything like that would be greatly appreciated. Uh, Celeste, anything to plug from you? Uh, we were talking about color acuity. My friend Andrew Berardini has a book about colors coming out this fall on Not a Cult Press on uh, October 17th. And everyone should buy it. Uh, it's not necessarily about the history of colors. It's more essayistic prose poem, memoir-ish. A little bit of some history in there. It's just a choose-your-own-adventure style read. And yeah, everyone should have better color acuity. Dewey. Great. I I did well on the on the game, so leave me alone. All right, uh Shanda, you got anything to plug? Yeah, there's a blood drive at our local public library, the Los Feliz branch. Um this 
Thursday afternoon, and it's important to give blood. We live in an area with multiple hospitals, all with blood shortages. So especially if you have O negative, um, they'd be really interested in talking to you. You can also donate plasma. And like Kat mentioned earlier, um, heat-related emergencies are real, and it's impossible for us to get an accurate count of the number of heat-related deaths that occur in this county because heat-related emergencies also cause all kinds of uh, multiple organ failures. So deaths could be classified as things like kidney failure. So if you can keep frozen water bottles on your person, so if you see someone in need, you can help them. Um, that's it. Yeah, if you got if you got the extra freezer space, you should always keep a few bottles in there for you to carry out whenever you're going around, especially if you know there's encampments nearby. Always helpful. And check in on your neighbors, not even your own house neighbors, but your neighbors' neighbors, because you don't know what they're going through, and heat is just it's tough on all of us. Yep. And don't forget that the older or younger you are, the less likely you're able to thermoregulate effectively. So it's really important to check in on the elderly folks in your life. Do you think this is a good episode for me to plug my comedy shows? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's fucked up. Wow. It's fucked up. It's uh, completely do you, have to, do, you have, do you have anything to plug? I want to plug Happier Camper in Frogtown. Yeah. Mm, yes. yeah. They had good coffee. Our future sponsor. They had good yeah. coffee. It was so cute. You can sit and drink your coffee in a little camper. Mitch was great. Mitch was great. Shout out to Mitch. Um, yeah, pretty much all those little businesses over there. Awesome. Great. Um, well, thank you all again so much for coming on. Thank you to Celeste for hosting us in your backyard and giving us water and uh, a lot of other things that I forgot to bring. So thank you for that. Another crower raven just going right overhead. Um, awesome. Well, then I'm going to leave everybody with that. Uh... Ah!